In this episode, I want to talk about failure and mistakes. My old core belief of I am a failure drove almost all of my behavior at the time. And with that came the I am not good enoughs and the I ruin things. I would go so far as to continuously remind myself that I ruin things by writing that phrase over and over and over again in my journals. I thought journaling meant telling yourself how awful you are so you wouldn't forget that you are the reason that people leave you. I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello, and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. Okay, I wanted to talk today about failures and mistakes, just like I mentioned in the intro. I was listening to a really awesome podcast episode um, about narcissism and personality disorders and traits that may accompany those disorders. And one of the thing that I was, things that I was reminded of is the big five personality trait theory. The big five personality traits are often referred to in the acronym OCEAN or CANOE, so O-C-E-A-N or C-A-N-O-E. And those big five personality traits are openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. And I promise we're going to get to the I'm a failure and the mistake. So I wanted to preface this uh, episode by talking about the way that researchers and psychologists, psychiatrists, etc., people in the field tend to theorize personality. So let me define each of these and then kind of go into how to reframe your view of failure in order to begin and sort of kind of uh, help yourself, let's say, on the road to recovery. So openness to experience is the first of the big five personality traits. This is sometimes called intellect or imagination, and it represents your willingness to try new things and think outside the box. So we can think of people who are insightful, original, and curious as high on openness to experience. Conscientiousness is the desire to be careful, diligent, and to regulate your immediate gratification with self-discipline. If you are someone who is more prone towards conscientiousness, you might be ambitious or disciplined or described as consistent and reliable. Extroversion is defined as a state where an individual draws energy from others and seeks social connections or interaction, as opposed to being alone, which is in what we know as introversion. The traits of someone who is prone more towards extroversion is outgoing or someone who's energetic and confident. Agreeableness is the A in the OCEAN acronym, and it's defined by the measure of how an individual interacts with others. Often it's characterized by the degree of compassion and cooperation an individual has, and we would describe someone with agreeableness as tactful and kind and loyal. Now, the N stands for neuroticism. I've mentioned the word neuroticism. I'll say that I am, you know, can be a neurotic. I will describe myself in that way, especially in the past. And the way that we would define neuroticism is a tendency towards negative personality traits, emotional instability, and self-destructive thinking. Somebody who is neurotic tends towards pessimism, anxiety, insecurity, and fearfulness. 
So anyway, in this podcast, the researcher was defining those big five personality traits, and he's and um, the interviewer, which was Michaela Peterson, she said that she tends towards neuroticism. And she asked a question, something along the lines of, now don't quote me, so you'll have to go and check it out. Um, it's on her, her podcast, and I can put the link in the show notes here. But she says, well, if I'm, you know, if I'm prone towards being neurotic, right, and that's something that really could become a full-blown diagnosis, then what can I do about it? And essentially, you know, again, in a nutshell, the researcher says that if you're prone to neuroticism, what you really want to do is start taking more personal responsibility for yourself. And that will help with your ego. So someone who is more neurotic is very ego driven. And it just really reminded me of my own recovery and how, you know, some of the things that I've talked about in earlier podcast episodes, because I know I definitely am prone to towards neuroticism. And that really was became a full blown personality disorder into borderline personality disorder with extreme emotional instability, self-destructive thinking, pessimistic, anxiety, all the things. And I'm sure many of you out there listening, whether you have a formal diagnosis or you feel like maybe you are on a spectrum somewhere here, um, that maybe you're prone towards neuroticism. And what we want to do is three main things. We want to look at being pretty egocentric and we want to decrease that presentation of egocentrism. And one of the ways that we can do that is by taking extreme ownership of our behavior. I talked about the extreme ownership um, and Jocko Willink and his take on that and what resonated so much for me with that Navy SEAL approach of saying you made a mistake, taking extreme ownership, saying you made a mistake even when maybe you didn't, and just figuring out, hey, I made a mistake, I'm sorry, what can I do about it? moving forward. What that does is it allows you to recreate connections with people and understand that you're not alone and that all people aren't bad and kind of decreases your anxiety amongst other things um, in, in taking per personal responsibility. And two other things that I noticed that I've done in my recovery and I, I'm coaching y'all to do is one, become a more compassionate person. And two, become a more humble person. Compassion helps you care about other people and humility helps you lay down what you think you deserve in the moment to honor someone else's point of view or another situation or another need. And those things really help, you know, they become almost like an antidote, let's say, to neuroticism. And when I thought about that, I thought, oh my goodness, this is so cool. And I know some of you out there um, have heard that we are doing the A- mighty network community and it's been up and running now for several months so i took this idea and every month we have a theme in the community you can check it out actually it's at from it's um on from b2b.mn.co the link to that will be in the show notes as well it's also on the instagram account and on our website but basically what we've been doing is a challenge a month and last month we did habit stacking like getting rid of hyperboles clearing out clutter and every month we have a giveaway winner. And this month, after I heard that, I thought, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I totally did that and kind of meandered my way through the recovery process without much of a formula until I can look back on it and tell you all of the things that I had needed to do and change and think differently about um, now. And one of those things is extreme ownership. And so what we did for our challenge for this month in the community is we said, okay, we want you to become people who take extreme ownership of your behavior. 
And so the challenge for this month is every day they have to post a mistake that they made. They have to make eye contact and apologize for their mistake repeat, uh, immediately. And then they have to maintain that eye contact by saying, asking for forgiveness and saying, what can I do to make it right? And if it's a more professional relationship, you know, we've talked about how you would, you know, it, you would change your tone and your uh, approach within those different relationships. And so pretty cool because today was the first day the person who won the giveaway actually last month um, kicked it off by posting for the challenge today. And the comment that they this person made was brilliant. It was like, so wait, we're celebrating mistakes now with an emoji with a sweat mark on the brow. And I laughed and I said, yeah, absolutely we are because everyone makes mistakes, right? And the alternative in to celebrating those mistakes is to hold on for dear life, pray that we don't make a mistake, and then pretend that we don't make a mistake and defend ourselves against attacks when someone tries to point out to us that we made a mistake, right? Something along those lines. Obviously, it doesn't go that way every single time, but the bottom line is if we start taking extreme ownership for our behavior, we can chip away at the ego, which is our sense of selfishness, to become more selfless, and that will open the door and pave way for more compassion, more humility, right, which helps with this tendency towards being neurotic. Again, neuroticism, negative word, right, totally understand that, but we just want to look at the definition here. It's this tendency towards emotional instability and self-destructive thinking. And so what I want you to start to do is assess, do I have the core belief of I am a failure? Do I believe that I'm not good enough? And how do I define mistake? Is a mistake something that I need to punish myself for? And maybe you answer yes, because like I said in my intro, I thought that if I told myself over and over again how awful I was, that that would prevent me from being in relationships, from being close to people, from being rejected and abandoned. So if you still feel that way, I want you to start thinking about where that belief will lead you in five years or 10 years and really draw a picture or write a story if you are more visual or an auditory learner or you know see maybe you can even record yourself telling the story of what will happen if you hold on to that belief that mistakes mean failure and failure means character flaw and character flaw means permanent uh, affliction right that that's just suffering and what, how will that influence you? And then I want you to, on this Mindful Monday minute here, to contemplate the opposite. What would it be like if you chose to see your mistake that you made and then you chose bravery or courage? Remember that courage doesn't mean not being afraid. It means being afraid and doing something anyway. Being brave and saying, hey, you know what? I made a mistake. Yes, absolutely. I did that. I am sorry. If it's a business relationship saying, what can I do to correct it? If it's a personal relationship saying, will you forgive me, please? How can I fix this? And then accepting whatever answer is given. That's huge. And see, if you try to do that over and over again, from now until the end of the month, let's just say like a 30-day challenge, Draw it out, write it out, sound it out. What would that do to shape your recovery the next five or 10 years? Really be willing to face 
the bigger picture. It is uncomfortable, guys. I totally get that. But looking at the bigger picture is what can drive you to setting a real goal, right? I know it's hard to commit to that, but remember, if you're doing this work, I'm hoping you're either doing it with a loved one who you're willing to be vulnerable with if you're listening to this podcast together or yourself. And doing it for yourself means that you're showing up for you, which is a huge step. So good for you in doing that. Really consider that. And then you can look at those two outcomes side by side. And, you know, I'm not saying that you should choose the outcome that would facilitate recovery because I don't know what you should choose. Your choices are the thing that keeps you free, your ability to choose. And so whichever decision you make, see what it, whether or not that you're okay with the consequences of that decision, not what other people think. And if you think that, you know, you're okay with the consequences of holding on to your belief about mistakes, then you'd want to settle into that. And that's the same thing when we look at, you know, the consequences of the opposite choice, which is taking extreme ownership. If you're okay with those consequences, then you settle into that. So really begin to be willing to do that exercise because what that starts to do is get you to be able to trust yourself, right? And feel like you have control and that you don't have to give control to all of these people around you, which does help, again, with, you know, your recovery process. So you can't lose on this assignment here. And then once you do that, I really want you to begin to try this challenge. It's a tough one. And I think that individual in my community hit the nail on the head there when they referenced like the celebration of mistakes, you know, and my, my reply is, yeah, I mean, you know, the other comment was that, that they're supposed to make mistakes every day because the challenge has to be one of the requirements to win the giveaway is that you have to post every day and how you, you know, kind of conquered this challenge or didn't, but how you showed up for it. And I said, yeah, I mean, I, I, I sure as heck hope you make mistakes every day. Because I know I do. I, you know, I can't think of times where people don't make mistakes, right? Life is riddled with mistakes because those are the things that help us grow. If we never made a mistake, we'd be perfect. If we were perfect, we'd be, well, I don't want to think about that because it'd be kind of odd. <laughs> so, you know, I really want you to see if you can reframe making mistakes and doing that. And so if you want to do that challenge right along with the community, you are more than welcome to do that. Pop on to Spotify. They have really cool this like Q&A feature. So I'll type out a question. We can have a little discussion or a conversation or, you know, really keep track of it for you. Did you do your, did you weigh your pros and cons and look at your decision in the big picture of, of maintaining that mistake ideology or do you want to change that and are you going to enact those moral compass values of self-discipline to the to the challenge and and the moral compass value of compassion towards yourself and then humility and integrity doing it when no one's looking see all of the things that come into play to do that and taking that extreme ownership will decrease that ego centric thinking so remember if you're going to tell yourself that you're a failure or that you ruin things and see, be willing to seek the truth and find out, is that really true? Does failing define who you are? And then check your hyperboles when you say, yes, it does. I am a failure. I fail at everything. Everything? I don't know about that. All right, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful in our new Mindful Monday Minute segment. 
I will see you guys all next time for another episode and for more tidbits of wisdom that you can take with you in your recovery journey. Until next time.